Welcome to MedTech Insights, the Digital Health Roundup Podcast. I'm Steve Miller, and I'm joined today by editor Marion Webb and UK-based journalist Barnaby Pickering to give you an update on the digital health news we've covered in the last month. So Barnaby, you've been following a trend that's been going to transform the way that clinical trials are going to be run in the future, namely on how they collect and analyze data from clinical trials. What can you tell us about that outline? Sure. So over the past five years or so, clinical trials have been getting exponentially more complex. More patients from more locations are being included than ever before, and this is posing a challenge to researchers. Furthermore, as COVID-19 descended, companies had to scramble for new ways to conduct trials, new ways to collect data, and new ways to manage this data. This was made even more complex by increased focus on HIPAA and GDPR, as the importance of securely transporting data became more apparent than ever before. As a result of this, a number of companies are cropping up, offering solutions to both sides of the problem, initial data collection and then the analysis. Okay, let's hear about that data collection part. Okay, so one example of a company pushing the envelope in terms of data collection is Manus Neurodynamica. The Edinburgh-based startup has developed a pen that they call the Neuromotor Pen. The Neuromotor Pen collects information about patient movement behavior when they write with it on a tablet. It does this via the calculation of many movement biomarkers, and these can then be incorporated together to create a scoring system for diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. What makes the pen so novel is its ease of use. A patient can use the pen for a matter of minutes and obtain a diagnosis that is similar in sensitivity and specificity to a PET scan. Moreover, the device is much cheaper per use than a PET scan. The pen is responding to a number of demands from the pharmaceutical industry. Current methods of diagnosing Parkinson's consist of PET scanning, but also very, very subjective questionnaires where a patient may fill in how they're feeling on the day. This doesn't really reflect the actual symptoms that they experience because Parkinson's is a disease that varies day by day. And therefore, by creating a subjective method of measurement, the pen offers an improved diagnostic tool. On the other end of that, how are they processing the data and how are those tools changing? Good question. So there are a number of parts to data processing, really. And the first is how you deal with the data that is collected and how you collect that data. Obvio Health is a prime example of a company tackling this issue. It has created what it describes as a clinical trial ecosystem. By working with a number of device manufacturers, they've developed tools for remotely assessing drugs from a patient's home. Using devices that record things like heart rate, O2 saturation and others, they've created a tool that provides not only ease of use, but vastly more data than previously obtainable during a clinical trial. Its CEO, Ivan Yari explained that for many drug manufacturers, this ecosystem approach answers a lot of questions. They want to know more about the daily effects of their drugs, and having granular, near-continuous data helps them understand these. Moreover, having an expert company do the collection for them means that the data is clean and doesn't need huge amounts of resource-heavy manual correction. Well, that's fantastic, and that is a great article. I hope everyone takes a look at that. So, over to you, Marin. You are working on a series that discusses the future of surgery. In the first part, you highlighted three companies that have developed telehealth platforms that allow for virtual collaborations during live surgeries. Yes, we. so the pandemic has accelerated telehealth and remote monitoring in all facets of healthcare, 
including in the operating suite. And it's really interesting to learn from three companies. They are Proximy, Explore, Surgical, and Avail Med Systems, how their respective telehealth platforms are being used to bring medtech specialists into live surgeries remotely or expert surgeons into procedures to guide other surgeons, among other use cases. Okay, so now you're working on part two of that series. And what is going to be the focus of that piece? Yes, so part two will focus on technologies such as artificial intelligence, mixed reality and augmented reality in the operating suite. So I'm talking to companies that have developed some really innovative technologies in this space. And I'm also talking to experts in the field. Okay, you also wrote two stories about panel discussions from the recent Abdomed Virtual Digital MedTech Conference. Can you give us just a high-level overview of that meeting? Certainly. So one panel discussed the rising convergence between medtech and consumer tech. And these experts offered some advice on how to make these types of collaborations work and also some of the challenges. And the other panel discussion focused on the rising adoption of digital tools in the operating room and also some of the challenges to the ongoing digital transformation. Yeah, that's a very exciting development, and I'm really looking forward to reading about that. Okay, well, thanks for those updates uh, from Marion and Barnaby. That's just a small part of the ongoing coverage of digital health you can find at medtechinsight.com. You can see the complete archive of digital health coverage by just clicking on the digital health category link on the menu on the left side of our homepage. And we are also going to be publishing a regular roundup of recent coverage of this enormously important and transformative industry. We'll be back with another update in June. Thanks and have a great summer.